Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The Race for the Ring, Episode 72, Choosing Career Over Love. You're listening to The Race for the Ring. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, motivational author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and a single mom. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In the age of Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, there seems to be more horror stories and humor than happy endings among my friends and social circles. And I want to know why. Each week we'll chat with a different dating queen or king, socialite or relationship expert, and explore the many facets of dating today, pitfalls to steer clear from, and how to find the finest fish in the sea. Get ready, set, go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. I am coming at you solo today, um, talking a little bit about when you choose basically yourself and your career over over love. Um, it's a hot topic amongst many of my friends, and I've been reading a lot of articles about it. Obviously, in today's day and age, there's you know a lot more women that are career-oriented, and certainly we can have it all, choosing to propel in your business or at your workplace um, or whatever your endeavors may be over being in a relationship um, doesn't really mean you have to choose one or the other. It just means your focus is a little bit more, I guess, like fine-tuned in one lane versus another. I like the word lane, by the way. I use that often if you haven't figured that out by now. Um, So for me, I have always been extremely career-oriented. I have to say, even back when I was in high school and I decided really upon entering ninth grade that I was going to pursue a career in broadcast journalism, I didn't realize I wanted to be on TV doing so. I just knew I wanted to do something, whether it be radio or obviously television. Um, This is way before podcasting (laughs) was ever even a thing, really before the internet even was around, truthfully. I'm so dating myself now. But nevertheless, um, I was very sharp, you know, you know, very hyper focused. I had very sharp tunnel vision in the sense that I knew that's what I wanted to do and set goals and was very lucky to break into the industry like very quickly out of college and, you know, worked very hard in that space. And really for the beginning of my career, 
didn't really pursue relationships. I mean, it was in one that I had um, been involved in since, you know, from college and things like that. That was a serious relationship. But once that ended um, and I went on and took positions in other media markets and moved far away from where I was born and raised and my family certainly was based, um, I really didn't have a lot of time, nor did I really have a significant interest in focusing on relationships. I dated a bunch. I had boyfriends per se, but I was really not fully dedicated to any of those opportunities that were presented in the romantic space because I was very, very focused on just moving forward in my broadcast journalism career. Then when I chose to leave it, um, I again, was just very focused on my PR firm and starting that and, you know, gaining clients and serving them and, you know, just trying to kind of navigate the waters as a new entrepreneur that didn't have a lot of business um, experience nor business background, nor really mentors in the business space to kind of give me guidance. My parents were both educators and, you know, came from a totally different industry and, you know, mindset. So I was sort of on my own to, you know, trial and error, make mistakes and grow. Um, but nevertheless, all the while, I um, was very focused on that. And when I met my former husband, it was um, pretty much like a setup. And I remember when I was, you know, kind of discussing the possibility of meeting him. Um, I remember the person who set us up said to me that he was a player and that he is not looking to settle down and, you know, wanted to be honest with me because I don't think they wanted me to be like disappointed or hurt because at that point I was like turning 30 and maybe they thought at that, you know, I was kind of looking for something more long-term and I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want anything serious either. I'm really focused on just what I'm doing. I don't even know if I'm going to stay in PR at that moment. I wasn't sure, um, you know, where my future was going to lead me. And, push came to shove. Like we wound up becoming serious quickly and like the rest is history with that relationship. But um, I, I was just never overly like focused on just getting a boyfriend. I just sort of happened organically or just didn't. So now I'm divorced. And um, while I've had some relationships since my divorce, none of them have been really profound in the sense I'm obviously not married to any of these people. Um, and now well, I have been now been divorced five years. It was five years in June. I still can't say that I'm like really, you know, I'm not lonely. I have a lot of friends. I um, have a lot of male and female friends. I have plans um, in pretty much all of my spare time that um, I have without my children, um, most of which include work things or friends things, personal, um, you know, events and things like that. For instance, tonight I'm going out with, um, with a friend for dinner. I'm not a date. It's a, it's a female friend and it's like a working, not friendship and work a little bit kind of a dinner, but I know it's going to be super fun and I'm excited about it. Um, and I have said this a couple of times on the different podcasts that just came up in the conversations that I've been having with the guests that we've had. But at this point in my life, I have two kids. One is entering eighth grade and the other is going to be in fourth grade. So I'm very busy with them um, and very, very present with them. I think the fact that I split my life between New Jersey and Manhattan also creates, um, you know, less time for downtime for me. Um, I have completely separate lives and 
each of these locations. Um, I have completely separate friends, businesses at both places. So that's great. But like in terms of my personal time, it's definitely, um, you know, apples and oranges in that way. And I love both very, very much and blessed to have both in my life for sure. I, um, Obviously, as I said earlier, I have a lot of girlfriends and I do a lot of things with friends in that way. I um, am always looking to evolve and grow and be an associate. So that takes up a lot of time. And I love what I do. So I'm more than happy to stay late, get up early, work some weekends, like kind of fill in the cracks of what could have been like space, if you will, to, to work and grow my business because I'm very passionate and very I guess a very hard worker and very driven. I've been that way my whole life. Um, and on top of everything I just mentioned, I'm also going back to graduate school. Well, I'm not going back. I'm starting graduate school. I did go to graduate school like years and years ago for, for public relations, actually for a master's degree. But now I'm going back and getting my master's in psychology to use for speaking and for books, um, you know, more book uh, writing and things like that, um, to be able to, you know, obviously author a book as a certified psychologist, because the most of what I write is about self help and um, just women empowerment and things like that. I also have learned and grown um, personally, um, and loved the aspect of writing books and helping people. And some of what I've loved the most about the book signings that I did with intermission was when people would come up to me at the signings and just thank me for the book or just ask me advice about different relationship things that they've been going through or whatever, maybe divorce mostly and things like that. And I'd also always give them like my, my, obviously my advice, um, but always kind of like preface anything I'd say to say that I wasn't a therapist because I don't want to give like advice as a therapist, but now I can actually be able to do that as a therapist. So I'm very, very excited to, to pursue that. But needless to say, that's going to take up a ton of time um, going to school. And then I have my second book, You Don't Need to Be a Bitch to Be a Boss, coming out October 26th. So I have a very busy book tour that is sort of going to be back to back to back this time. Last time I spaced it out over, I think, about six months, whereas now I just want to kind of do it all in about a four-month window, um, maybe less. Some books, you know, I'm going to be traveling to where am I going? I'm starting in New York. I'm going to be in Brooklyn. Um, I'm doing a huge public library in Connecticut. Um, I'm doing um, one, maybe two other bookstores in Connecticut. Then I'm doing a book uh, signing in Boston. Then I'm going to be going to um, Chicago. I have an event there at a bookstore. I'm going to be going to LA. I got booked to do a huge speaking slash book event by myself at um, in the city of LA for a women's group. So I'm really excited about that. And then um, ending in Florida over the week between Christmas and New Year's. And I'm doing a book signing on Worth Avenue in Palm Beach. And then I'm going to be doing another book signing in Miami. So that's obviously going to take up a lot of my spare time. So where does dating come in, right? Doesn't really, I have to say. In fact, in in kind of an effort to kind of like try to clear my plate um, a couple of weeks ago, as I mentioned on last week's podcast, I deleted one of the two apps that I've been using on my phone, um, you know, since I think pretty much since I've been divorced, frankly, um, or soon thereafter, um, I kind of go between the two of them. Um, one's Hinge and the other's Bumble. And I've been on a few other, well, not many others. I've been on a couple others and intermittently as well, just more for 
I don't know, to see who the audience was like and also honestly research for this show. But I deleted Hinge. I'm going to be deleting Bumble and I'm not going to be doing any online dating, at least for the foreseeable future, because frankly, I just don't have time. So am I choosing career over love? I guess if you're looking from the outside in, sure, it does look like that. But um I, I don't see it that way. I see it that I'm just choosing me right now. And when, um, you know, the stars align and the right person, you know, slips into my life, I will make the space for them and I'll make the time for them. And then I think once I graduate or maybe before I graduate, um, maybe I will be more, um, you know, I guess like forward thinking a little bit more, um, you know, put more stock and effort into the dating space. Um, perhaps I'll go back on the apps or maybe I'll be just like more looking to go out more socially, um, to put myself out there in environments where men might be. Um, that is something I have done though. I will say since the world's been opening up a little bit more, um, I rented a place at the Jersey shore and have really made an effort to go out while I've been down there, um, during the month of July, at least, uh, you know, with friends and things like like that, but you know, as opposed to just coming off the beach um, and really being tired and just looking to like curl up with a good book, which is like literally like a love to do. Um, I have been going out and meeting new people and things like that, and that's been great. Um, nobody that I'm certainly dating, but like it certainly opens the door to meet people to date. It's better than sitting in my living room reading a book. Um, if you're, you know, in that re- in that regard, and then. Um, you know, just looking to put myself in situations like strategically picking restaurants where, you know, um, it's more of like a scene, so to speak. That's sort of always been my vibe anyway, but really being a little bit more forward thinking and I guess, um, you know, just thoughtful in trying to, to make the use of my spare time in that way. And then also looking to, you know, make the most of work opportunities and try to put myself in positions where I might meet people. I have a client who is doing a huge event down in East Hampton in August. And rather than me just going down doing the event, coming back, I am staying there for the weekend and, you know, going to definitely go out and like, you know, go to some cool places where guys might be, um, that would be potential suitors. <laughs> Certainly. Um, I invited a friend to come with me. So it's not just me. And we're making a little like girl weekend out of that. So that'll be really, really fun. And, you know, just, just trying to, you know, meet new people, just be very, very friendly and just embrace and then enjoy my life right now. So, um, if you are like me and you are really busy and you're really into your career, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't care if you're 20. Well, if you're 20, you should be that way in my opinion. I don't care if you're 27, 37, 47, 57. I don't care if you're 67. Whatever makes you happy and whatever floats your boat is fine. Don't follow society's rules. It's all good. And when the right person comes around, then I am sure most of us, myself certainly included in this, will make the space for that person and embrace that additional layer of fun and icing and love in your life. So that is just my two cents. I had a bunch of articles actually researched about this topic and was going to reference them, but I just felt that you might get more from me just kind of speaking freely about where I am and my point of view in this whole career versus love debate, so to speak.
So with that, um, I welcome you to please rate and review um, the race for the ring and enter to win the contest for a ring. I'm going to be posting some stuff on Instagram. Um, some of you have messaged me asking to see the ring. So I'm going to model it this coming week um, and through the weekend a little bit, wear it and show you it and stuff like that. And um, I'm going to be picking the winner next week. So when I say next week, because I'm recording this, I'm going to pick the winner on I'm going to give you a date. I'm going to pick the winner on July 30th, which is, don't judge, my half birthday. So I, um, 30th, the 30, number 30, I should say, is, is special to me. So I'm going to pick it that day for the first winner. Um, so you still have time to enter to win. And I will post a little bit about it soon so you can see the ring up close and personal, so to speak. And um to enter, all you really need to do is buy, you don't need to be a bitch to be a boss on Amazon and screenshot the receipt from Amazon and then DM the photo to um, the Race for the Ring podcast um, on Instagram. It's that easy. So, and there'll be more rings that I'm going to be starting to roll out because the book comes out, like I say, October 26th. So as we get closer to the launch date, I'm going to be launching more contests. So make sure you're in because if you do it now, you'll still be eligible to win one of the other rings. Each contest gets even better. So awesome, awesome stuff coming up. All right. Thanks you guys for listening. I really appreciate your ear. I always do. I don't take anything for granted. I love this podcast. I love connecting with people, whether it be obviously interviewing them on my show or just like on DMing on Instagram or online and some other format. It really gives me nothing but pleasure. So all I want to do is inform and entertain. So have a great week and I'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast, just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. Today's episode was brought to you by Furco's Fine Jewelry. The family-owned business is best known for their handcrafted statement pieces, engagement rings, and fashion finds. Visit them on Instagram at Furco's Fine Jewelry and make them your go-to when shopping for a special gift for a loved one, friend, or for yourself. Race for your ring and use special code MINDY15 at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Happy shopping! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.